Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine, on sale now. From the dirt tracks across Australia, welcome to Inside Speedway with Dennis Newman and Craig Revell. Hello and welcome to Inside Speedway. Craig Revell with you this week on the show. We start the show today with some sad news. Don Edmonds, who was known for his body work on a Curtis Craft nose, then went on to designing open wheel speedway rockets that powered most of the world's greatest drivers over the 60s and 70s. Edmonds became a car builder in midgets and sprint cars with his Don Edmonds Auto Research Shop in Anaheim, California. Edmonds chassis won national championships and also he became a collector and restorer of old race cars, helping to preserve the great sport of Speedway. He was named in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame in 1991 and inducted into the National Midget Auto Racing Hall of Fame in 1994. Our thoughts go out to his family and friends at this sad time. In Poland, where Max Frick was talking about getting some good points last weekend for the Sparta Club in Wroclaw. Yeah, it's a tough match and obviously Leszno being here every time, it's always, you know, it's going to be a really hard meeting and um, they rode awesome and uh, it's just really good that we were able to come away with a win and we all worked together really hard tonight and yeah, it's nice to, nice to get a win. Yeah, I've been struggling lately, um, you know, I've been trying really hard and just haven't been able to get it to work, so tonight I felt good, uh, it's nice to score a few more points, help the team a little bit more, um, so I'm happy. We take a look at racing over in the West today on Inside Speedway, where we speak with the Ellenbrook Speedway's Anthony Healan. Thanks for joining us on the show. All right, thanks for having me. Now, Ellenbrook Speedway, uh, I take it just a, a, a ways north of Perth? Yeah, we're about 30k uh, north of uh, Midland, uh, right alongside Divine, actually. And how long has the uh, track been operational? Uh, the club's been operational for over 50 years, about 54 years, I think. And um, we've been there for about 45, I think it is, something like that. 45 years at the actual venue we're at. And this is the Racing Drivers Association of Western That's Australia? Correct. Yeah. Yep. So this weekend, it's uh, great to see Speedway Racing. You've got the Tom Green Memorial and Junior Sedan Gold Cup. So how long have those events been running? Uh, we're in the uh, 11th, 12th, 12th year of this event. It's the same event. Uh, it was always the um, Junior Gold Cup that we named it after Tom Green, who was a, a great supporter of the juniors and a life member of our club who tragically passed away uh, due to an accident. And uh, yeah, so we just wanted to honour him by um, naming it after him. Now, also on the uh, on the bill, production sedans, 
sprint cars, street stocks, wingless sprints. It's quite a mix of open and uh, sedan racing. Yes, it's going to be a very busy weekend. So can you tell us a bit about the track and the facility in general? Uh, yeah, we're, we're predominantly a clay track, clay sort of sandy track with 500-odd um, metres on the curb line. Uh, we've got our own club rooms. We've rest a long way in the 40-odd years we've been there. I'm just having a couple of sheds, having a fully uh, set-up club rooms, bar, canteen. Um, it's, we've got showers, everything now. We can go camping facilities. People can camp. We've got showers a whole lot now. We've come a hell of a long way. Um, and we've just resurfaced the track and uh, enlarged our pits, put in a new viewing platform. So we've done a, a, a lot of work in the off-season to make the club a bit better. And of a, a weekend like this weekend, how many people are you going to be allowed to uh, let in to watch? Uh, well, we have a um, – over in WA, we're obviously at stage uh, – Units, which so we we're not going to reach the limit that they're talking about because of the we lot forty odd acres, um, and we're probably ex- hopefully expecting around a thousand odd people to turn up if it all goes well, and we're well and truly allowed to have that. How strong is the club, and how has the club gone over the uh, COVID shutdown? Uh, well, we, we've been very fortunate. Actually, you know, we had a good year last year, which set us up to be able to do the work that we're doing. And because um, we are a winter track, we hadn't actually started the season when the COVID hit. We've lost probably about half of our season due to it, but um, we're doing quite well, you know. We've, um, mainly because we already were set up and over summer we didn't lose any of our races to sort of hurt us setting up for this season. We're quite, quite well off and set up ready to go. Nominations for this weekend. Uh, it looks like you're going to have, what, over 100 cars? Yeah, about 132, I think it was, last count, on our official count. So, yeah, it's a lot of cars. Um, so they range from the two lots of junior divisions through our street stocks, productions, the wingless sprints, who back after a a few year hiatus off the uh, track and uh, they've come back to turn back as part of their winter series and then there's the sprint car winter series as well. So all in all, 19 wingless and 21 odd nominations for the sprint cars. That's a, a fantastic yes, field, isn't it? Oh yes, it's going to be awesome to see all of those uh, cars on the track. Um, obviously we'll, we'll be splitting them for their heats but to have them all on the track when it comes to feature time is going to be pretty good to watch. Now, generally, the the club's been operating for forty five years. How much has the the track changed, and how much has the club grown? Oh, it's changed massively from uh, having no walls to going to drums of their walls um, to now having a conc- fully concrete wall with a proper catch fence and everything. New club rooms. Um, yeah, it's for so someone who was there when it started to how it is now and we've got a few people that are in that situation they've you know, said to us how we can't believe how much the club has changed over the years and it's just going forward all the time and sponsorship has been a, a big driver of that I imagine oh absolutely especially over the last few years we've had some really big 
help from our sponsors. And this year, just gone with our uh, upgrade and stuff. We we can't thank our sponsors enough. You know, always staying higher. Um, Brackletures, through um, Asphalt Recyclers Australia, TLC Contracting. Without those guys, um, there's no way we would have been able to do what we've done in the off season. And how much do you reckon the club's been able to uh, put away and invest back into the facilities there over this period? Oh, we've, uh, it's hard to say because we, we've put our sponsorship and stuff, it, it's kept our cost, cost down a fair bit, but we've probably done in the off-season probably 50-odd plus thousand dollar upgrade to the track. And, um, and like I say, a lot of it's been through sponsors, which has kept the costs right down for us. And uh, generally, you've got the, the the classic pull the car up and watch it from the boot or off the tailgate. Is that still something you've yes. kept with the with the redevelopments? Yes, that hasn't changed. You can still park around the venue and come on and sit in your car there or set your reserve up and watch it from the car from out the front of it. Um, you know, sit around with your family and that, you know, it's it's good and that also helps with the whole um, you know, social distancing and all that sort of stuff as well so it really really helps it just gives it the family feel which is what we are we are, we are a family oriented club and we want to stick to that as, for as long as we can and uh, running well fair bit in September with uh, what three race meetings or well uh, two race meetings as one of them uh, is two a two day yeah Yes, yeah. So we've got the uh, obviously we've got the Tom Green Memorial uh, this weekend, the weather committee. Then we've got the production classic in uh, on sixth of September, and then the two day meeting, which is a Brian Rose Memorial, which is one of our uh, other blue ribbon events in twenty sixth, twenty seventh, I think it was of um, September, so the last weekend of September. And then we go into October, where we've got two meetings there as well. We've got our Grand final meeting, which is a twilight, and then hopefully all well going. Um, that's on the 10th of October, and then the following weekend, from the 16th to the 18th, is the production sedan national title, if all goes well. And that uh, is going to be across the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? That's correct, yes. Friday will be practice, and Saturday and Sunday will be racing. Now, you do you have lights there at all, or it's all... Uh, daytime racing or twilight racing? No, we we, we do have uh, lights. We've got uh, three large lighting poles in the centre uh, on the infield, uh, which light up quite well. But we, when we have a twilight meet, we get in lighting towers. Uh, we either through sponsorship or we hire ourselves and stuff and put them around the outside just to help with um, the viewing, really, because we can race under the lights that we've got, but it's because they're on the inside that it's a little bit harder for people to see from the outside. So we just make it that a little bit better for everybody. Mm. And uh, how far a reach are entries coming in? And your regular meeting are people coming from Bunbury and and further afield? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we've got people down coming from uh, down Colleyway, um, far north. We've uh, trying to remember the nomination. Which we've got guys coming from above Geraldton that way, uh, sort of Shark Bay or that sort of stuff. There's a possible few from that way, Carnarvon. Um, Narragans, they spread from everywhere. Cowgully, we've definitely got some from Cowgully coming. Yeah, it's got six or seven hundred k's away. So yeah, a very vast 
range of uh, distance people tra- travel to come and race at our track. And as you said, a winter club, so you're not trying to compete against the the likes of Quinana and and those other uh, tracks. No, that's correct. Yeah, we were one of the few that run through winter. Another one is Calabrian Speedway and Pathara. Once you run through there, they have race meetings through there, but we all sort of work together and try and help each other out and not cross over each other's um, means. For someone like myself from the east, why is Speedway just so strong in uh, Western Australia with so many tracks and competitors? Oh, I think it's because uh, it's, it's a big family. Speedway is, is, a, is a massive family and everyone loves to uh, catch up and have a bit of fun and, you know, get out there and, and race and you, uh, you know, it's, it's do or die when you're out there, but you come off the track and you shake hands and have a bit of a joke about how it all went and stuff like that. And, yeah, it's, like I say, Speedway is just a, a massive family. You know, I've been involved in it for many years myself. Um, and so I knew it became a racer late in the period, but it's just unbelievable how um, it is. It's you know, a massive fan of how people just get in and help each other. And how do you go for officials and, and all the people it, it takes to run a club and, and to run meetings? Oh, well, obviously, we, we have to have a lot of officials and a lot of volunteers, but a massive amount of volunteers to help. You know, people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand how much goes into before race getting started, let alone while, it race, while it's racing. It's huge from you know our track prep crew to our stewards, our scrutineers, the people in the bar, the people in the canteen, who will clean the toilets, make sure everything's clean there at the gate, that let us get everybody in there, our um, executive staff, and then just people that like through the gates, the push shoots. It's huge. We've got, oh, I don't know, probably 40 or 50 people that and help on sort of race day once you start adding them all up. And what about the club numbers? How many members? Uh, I think the last number we were looking at around about 130 odd members. I think from memory, when I was the secretary last time, should probably, um, I probably got it wrong, but I'm pretty sure we we're up around there. So it's very good this year. And with the juniors being part of it, obviously it's. Uh, Helping with the family spirit, but it's also bringing more people into Speedway and and getting them involved young and early. Oh, it is. I mean, it, it sort of does a lot of things with the, when it comes to the juniors. It it gives them something to do. So they're not not off doing you know things that they shouldn't be doing and getting into trouble. Um, so it helps them with that sense. It's great for driving. So when they get the license and stuff, it teaches them. Um, Car control, things to being an off dirt tracks. So it's huge how it helps them with their driving. And yeah, also, again, the, 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 the whole family thing again, you know, mum and dad helping the kids, racing them, doing it all together. It just keeps that family unit strong. And of course, this season for you, highlighted by the National Production Sedan title, how much work and how big. An effort is it for the the club to have such a prestigious oh, event? It's, oh, it's huge when it comes to the national title. I mean, originally it was going to be at the start of our season, but with the COVID, that everything got obviously postponed. And so we had done you know, a lot of the work had been done, but then we've had to postpone everything. So it's almost 
it was virtually reset again. So we get through these. We are doing things in the background to do with the national title. Um, we're still waiting to hear on the official word if it's going to go ahead through from Sydney Australia. Um, but obviously we're concentrating on our events coming up, our women's events first, and then still doing bits and pieces. So we've got a little bit of time, but before we know it, it'll be here and it'll just be hectic. And I guess one of the critical things is the ability from uh, drivers from all over the country to be able to participate in it, and uh, that means getting across the border. Yes, yeah, well, that's obviously going to be um, a big issue, but um, I must admit that hopefully everything settles down by October. We just don't know if it's so up in the air, but we'll, we'll um, wait and see. We won't get into any politics or anything like that, but I think we're pretty good over here from WA. We're doing, we're doing pretty well. And I feel for the East Coast, we really do. Poor Rosetta, hopefully they can get all that stuff sorted out just so they can all go racing again too. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it all pans out. Look, it's been great to catch up with you here today on Inside Speedway. All the very best for this weekend. It sounds like it's going to be a, an absolutely fantastic meeting with a, a full field across all categories and uh, then on to what will be a great season for you, even though it might be shorter than what you hoped. Yeah, well, sometimes it's short and sweet, you know, short and fast and just make them good, make everyone good and then go from there. Well, Anthony Healand, the president of uh, the, uh, what is it, Racing Drivers Association of WA at Ellenbrook Speedway. Thanks very much for your time joining us here on Inside Speedway. Thank you. Well, thanks again for being part of Inside Speedway. Join us again next time round. Keep smiling and bye for now. Tune in next week for more on Inside Speedway. Inside Speedway is produced by Thunder Media. Any reproduction, accounts, or descriptions of the program without written permission from Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine, on sale now.